before, huh? That's pretty good. Oh, um, okay, question for information purposes. Uh-huh. The Richard that was speaking for several nights in a row, is that Richard Lighthouse or is that a different Richard? No. No, that's not him. No. No. Oh. Okay. That's another Richard. No. Okay, I was, yeah, because when I looked at Richard Lighthouse, I was like, this guy's a scientist? Is that the same guy I was listening to? And I was like, he didn't sound like a scientist to me. You know? He has a lot of good information. He talks forever and ever yeah. and ever and yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, um, yeah, uh, Sumaya, do you know yes. you know who Richard, well, you're familiar with Richard Lighthouse. Richard Lighthouse has lots of good information, too. He has yeah. really good information, and he mm-hmm. has a bunch of, he has like more than a dozen or more than two dozen free ebooks and giant pamphlets yes. that are freely down, downloadable for free on this website called smashwords.com. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm it's like, all about I'm targeting. Look at some of that because he's into physics and you know yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, he was a former Air Force himself and he's getting targeted by the Air Force uh, uh-huh. and other among others. And uh, he's very scientific. I mean, he really he's and it's this stuff is a, a lot of it's about targeting his free ebooks. He also yeah. uh, delves into like quant, kind of quantum physics kind of stuff sometimes yeah. too. But yeah, well, now that I know it's a different Richard, I'm going to look at those materials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I couldn't put the, the. You know how you get to know people by their voices, by their vocabulary, how they express themselves, their emotions and everything. Mm-hmm. And I didn't put him as a scientist. And then when I looked no. that up, I was like, no. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Okay. And oh, by yeah, the way, no Richard, Richard, the stuff he writes, it's very palatable. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like a bunch of, it's not hodgepodge of ideas and, you know, stuff that goes off there and off. He's just very organized yeah. and his presentation is really good. Okay. One thing I like that Richard Lighthouse wrote is he has a a a small. These are just tiny, thin books, but they're Mm -hmm. and they're free for anyone to download. And Mm -hmm. one's called the Microwave Torture of Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, and those are two well-known people that even non-TIs know who they are. So that's a way to get across to the public, you know, like yeah. Yeah, I might look at a video or two first and just get a, a general idea. Uh, Smashwords.com is a website where a lot of his, more than two dozen, I swear, of his his uh, free downloadable books. and. Smashwords, okay. Yeah, Smashwords. Good, thank you. Yep. <clears throat> huh. Uh-oh, Donald's hair is oranger. I just thought I'd give you a little public public service announcement. What's that? That the Donald's hair is like bright orange tonight. Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm well, just giving you a campaign. He started his campaign trail already, so he's yes, got. Yes, he is. He yeah. probably has a whole suitcase full of hair coloring. Probably, and, <laughs> and he, you know he's got all that information about. 
how it's the Democrats that really created Did this I, law. It's like, wow. I get a little, you know. It's just not logical. I mean, how can you make speeches and things that are totally illogical? Yeah. And things that are totally opposite of what you said last week. It's like, please stop yeah. that, you know? I know. These yeah. midterms are driving me nuts. I hate hearing about it every time I turn on the radio and the TV. And also, every five minutes, I'm hearing about the the DACA thing, and it's like, okay, I'm... Mm-hmm. Uh, God, I mean, yeah. every, again, 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 mm-hmm. can, can mm-hmm. we stop talking about the same mm-hmm. thing? <laughs> I know. And well, the Mueller thing, and the Russian thing, and... Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the... Yeah. yeah. And half that Russia stuff is bullcrap, and some real intelligent mm-hmm. people, credentialed people, know mm-hmm. it's bullcrap including Paul Craig Roberts, who worked in the cabinet level of the federal government for under a president. You know, he has a great information for years, this website, by his own name, Paul Craig Roberts. And he's one that says, that, I mean, all kinds of <laughs> intelligent people that are that are credentialed, that are positioned, that were, are saying this is bullcrap. And... It almost gives me a, you know, I'm sure Putin's no saint, but according to what I've learned, he's good at maneuvering. Like, we have people antagonizing Russia, and we, we the United States, have, have violated, like, seven times, apparently, these mm-hmm. giant peace treaties that NATO and us made with Russia, where we're not uh-huh. supposed to set up anything so far away from the borders, and that was like 30, 40 years ago, and then we violated like seven or eight of them since then, you know, mm-hmm. and Putin's pretty cool on his heels, you know, he's cool as a cucumber and kind of, and but that people say that he's saying, Putin's saying stuff like, these Americans, they're, there's no reason with them, they're, they're illogical, like mm-hmm. you can't, yeah. you can't negotiate with them because they don't, they just don't freaking... Mm-hmm. We have people like John Bolton, who reminds me of Yosemite Sam, and uh-huh. I don't know what position he's in, but they, he's a high position, though. He's like the, ah, I don't is. know what the hell you call And then uh-huh. Victoria Newton, uh, Newland, uh, Samantha Powers, these people, there's uh-huh. probably more that have been saber-rattling, saber-rattling, uh-huh. antagonizing. Uh-huh. It's like, what are you doing? We're both nuclear superpowers. What? Let's destroy uh-huh. the world. All right, great idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't think that, that that my concern is that Trump is cozying up to these other people who have been brutal dictators and um and, and alienating our um our allies. That concerns me. I mean, we we, we get well, yeah, he, he just appointed talk. recently. He just appointed that Gina Haspel lady, the head of the CIA, and she's yeah. like notoriously known for being super pro-torture. Yeah, just freaking yeah. torture she anyone. Involved, she, involved, she was involved in destroying the tapes, which is yeah. kind of questionable. That's the, one, that's the one that the, the, a good, a good mm-hmm. example of the CIA, Ray McGovern, mm-hmm. they brutalized that guy when he was 78 years old just recently yes. when he yes. t- calmly tried to question her mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. atrocious record. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And why did you begin to wonder why did why did Trump appoint her? He appoint all the all his appointees are terrible. Most of them. I mean, yes, they are. <laughs> They're scary people. I don't know. 
He worries me. You never know. But, um, well, you know, okay, if all of this investigation is bullcrap, how come some of them have already pled guilty? To having contact with depressions. Maybe because some of them know that there's already surveillance and some of them don't. Because, like, if you know that there's surveillance on you, then you could be caught in a lie. So they're high enough enough and they know how wide and deep the surveillance goes, then they're going to have to admit it. And we and the Russians, no doubt, we probably spy on each other and have people even infiltrate our own, each other's countries physically and, you know, Mm -hmm. telecom ways and all kinds of stuff. But this kind of saber-rattling, like, you know, threatening crap, we don't need anyone doing that to another superpower when we ourselves are a superpower. And if anything pops off, that's the end of the mm-hmm. freaking world. Because all the other pissant countries, a lot of them have nuclear weapons now, too. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I mean, the, the, the world is over mm-hmm. if something sets yeah. off, you know. And we yeah. got these people of ours that are just uh, known to be, like, antagonizing Putin, but I'm lucky he's sidestepping him for so long. But hmm. he's he's reached the end of his rope. It's some people say like he's. <laughs> well, maybe or maybe not, because if you're really a mature leader, you don't let certain things bother you. You just gotta let yeah. a lot of stuff roll off of you. If you're a really strong person, and you know you've been in politics long enough, say so, yeah, this isn't worth it. You know. Yeah, that's how he strikes me. It's just been going on for so long, and he's reportedly come to the realization and stated it that there's no reasoning with these American leaders. They're they're just, you know, they're not logical. (laughs) You know, hopefully he continues being diplomat, you know, like uh, maneuvering and sidestepping and stuff. And I hope our people stop bothering him like that. You know, agonizing. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it brings me to the next thought about, you said saber rattling. Well, well, look at the trade wars that are building up now. Oh, oh, and, oh. and the volatility of the markets. Well, I'm, yes. you know, maybe, okay, I can see both sides. Like, I can see, yeah, you know, other countries had very high tariffs against our, our goods, and it's not fair how much money they're making off of it and all that. So that part uh-huh. I understand. Like maybe it'll encourage like jobs to come back home, and uh-huh. you know keep it in in the family, so to speak. But it's also getting a lot of countries mad at us. Yeah. And, um, so I don't know I'm how raising, that's all gonna, you know how. Well, well they're raising tariffs on us, and you know that Harley Davidson just decided to go. I think to China. They're moving their company out of this country because of this issue. Their um, their supplies have gotten so much more expensive with the trade war. Uh-huh. I don't, I, I don't know, you know, it's worrisome. Yeah. Even yeah. countries that we never heard about doing anything kind of confrontational, like Canada and stuff like that, are yeah. retaliating uh-huh. with trade sanctions against us now. Uh-huh. It's, well, it's not a good idea to call them enemies. And it's not a good idea to to to, to go in and uh, Trump went into a meeting with them. And he said it, he 
was proud of himself for having just kept come up with information off the top of his head that he didn't know what he was talking about. Ha ha ha! And then he fooled. He fooled Trudeau. Well, he, did he go oh bankrupt? Did he go bankrupt like eight times when he oh, was? Oh, six times. Six yeah. times. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know when people were. Who's such a good businessman? I was like, okay, oh, then yeah. how come he went bankrupt like uh-huh. six times? You know, like. Uh-huh. Um, and he's a he's a reality TV star. He wasn't even yeah. a, in what he had no experience until he got shortly before he ran for president. Right. And, uh, well, another thing is, <clears throat> for no reason that I can imagine, they mm-hmm. made Jerusalem the capital of Israel oh. after Tel Aviv yeah. had been the capital of Israel for like right. multiple, many, many, multiple decades. So yeah. it was the capital. So what's wrong with that? So just make now we make it a super contentious issue because Israel is like the holy land for the Muslims, Christians, and Jews. Exactly. And, and then yeah. just do that. Why the hell? You know, like why would you do that? And, oh, or, just to create more stress. He's not well, pretty. It's symbolic. He, it's a symbolic. You know, thing, these, really. no. these poor Palestinians. I mean, they when they were moving the, you know, the whatever the embassy, the Palestinians, they were shooting them in the back. You know, yeah, yeah, guys, well, they, yeah, they rea- yeah, because they, they're, they're, I guess, they're Muslims, and they. They re- they didn't well, what did, they thought this was terrible so they they're like what the yeah. I'm like what the hell and I, I I'm not even religious in any major religion and they were but the, the, oh God it's it's genocide over there the Israelis towards yeah. the Palestinians yeah. you can see a time lapse map of the territory of Palestine within what we consider the borders of Israel every mm-hmm. you know f- few years it shrinks and shrinks it went from like you know. Yeah. Almost half the country to a little dot in a strip, Gaza Strip, yeah. you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. yeah, it's it's like Dave, David and Goliath scenario. Um, yes. And Goliath and or he, David's not winning. It's Goliath. It, the, the, the Goliath yeah. is yeah. destroying. <laughs> like, well, it's horrible. I mean, they really they take little kids and kill. I mean, it's so brutal. They're so brutal over there. I I don't know. I just I. I think what Trump did by moving the, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't even know why. Why did he do that? I have no well, idea that why. That was pouring he would... gasoline on the fire, don't you think? Yes, and I don't yeah. know why he, his point was. I don't even know what his what his well, intention was. Even. Well, Netanyahu is is a, is a powerful guy. And obviously, an, a vile person with all of the slaughtering of the Palestinians. Okay, no uh, I get it from you that know? angle. Netanyahu yeah. is probably in. Trump is probably in with the Zionists in After, Israel, would, and yeah. Netanyahu and Netanyahu wanted it, and so yeah. we're, we're basically, man, mm-hmm. it's almost like Israel rules us half the time or more. So yeah. They no. Netanyahu probably wanted it, so Trump was yeah. like, "Yeah, let's do it." Oh, absolutely, he wanted it. Absolutely, then that gave him more power, you know, or he, he sees it that way. I, that was uh, he was he poured gas on the on the fire. I just yeah. I don't. I think it is because Netanyahu wanted that power, so he's now cozying up to Netanyahu. Not a nice man, Putin, someone who slaughtered a lot of people. And um, that young guy, <laughs> you know, Kim Jong Un or Kim Jong Un. Yeah, Kim yeah. I don't want our president sidling up to those guys while he's alienating the, you know, the countries that have always stood with us. 
I don't know. Who knows? What do we know, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff we hear about this stuff because I, I don't really, yeah. I, well, I research a certain amount on the internet, but the mainstream yeah. news, I don't, just, I, they're a joke to me anymore. I haven't watched them for years. I just yeah. search for news on the internet, and I'm more concerned with what happens in this country. But these days, it's getting so worrisome all over the world that it's like, damn, I have to pay more attention to world news now again when I want to yeah. focus on America because we're getting TI'd to death in America and targeting, you know, what I mean? you know, mm-hmm. and uh, but then that's happening all over the world now too. Yeah. Well, what you have to look at is it's not really countries anymore. It's defense contractors that are competing for power. So yeah. it's like in Arms Israel, dealers. All right, hold on. In Israel, it's Lockheed Martin, whereas in Iran, it's Boeing. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, and, well, I didn't know that uh, difference there. Oh, yeah. Would you say that again? I didn't get that. I'm sorry. So, like the defense contractors who make millions and billions and billions of dollars off yeah. of the conflict. So they can sell yeah. planes and bombs and equipment yeah. and technology and, and man the people there and send them over and talk about security and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And every um, country mm-hmm. seems to have its own like um, defense alliance. So it's Lockheed Martin in Israel. It's Boeing mm-hmm. in Iran. And they're in competition with each other. Um, and, you know, and there's like a whole bunch of defense contracting companies. They're multi-billion dollar companies that yeah. want territory. They don't care who fights who as long as they get contracts out of it. Yeah, because they're selling weapons. Oh, yeah. Blow up anybody no matter where right. they're from. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to sell the weapons no matter what, right? Right, and that's what. And those are the guys. I mean, we might yeah. talk about government, but uh-huh. the the ones that, like, at least in my case, the ones that are doing a lot of stuff to me uh-huh. are contractors like that. Yes, yes. And the part in, of the industrial. Reason, what, what's it? Complex, you know. What is it? The industrial. What is it? Military industrial <laughs> complex. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason the weapons we're targeted with, they could use these weapons to just leave, say, for instance, every member of ISIS flopping around like fish in the desert in a one-hour flat. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. that would that would make obsolete all the missiles, all planes, like tanks. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. So they don't they don't do that because That's they want right. to keep selling missiles, planes, tanks. You know. Yep. That's my point. Because if they I, wanted to, like, if they wanted to wipe out the TIs, we could have all been dead. I don't want to say it like this. It's not nice. But if they true. wanted to, I'm not a strong yeah. physical person. They could have wiped me out 10 years ago. But what do they keep yeah. me going? They want to do stuff to you. They get more money. You know, oh, let's yeah. go over to the university. And these people want to try this on you. And those people want uh-huh. to try something else. And, if they, and I think it's not individuals, again, they probably go okay. Here's a thousand. Uh, here's a thousand TIs who you can do biological mm-hmm. stuff to. All right. How much yeah. for these? Then maybe they go to auction with it. You know. Here's a, oh yeah. A we are thousand. Do I hear? Do I hear a hundred yeah. billion? Do I hear a hundred fifty billion <laughs> for this? 
Yeah. Well, they Eisenhower, Eisenhower did warn us that the industrial military industrial complex could get so powerful, and so did Church. You know, Church during the hearings when he was um, concerned about the military and concerned about the power they were gaining and the frequencies that they were using way back then. He said, you know, anybody who gets control of those frequencies is dangerous. And um, he, they voted him out. <laughs> I guess Blackwater, could, you know, when they were called that, they could be considered part of the military. You know, they weren't official uh, a branch of a military, but they're private contractors. And uh, um, I forget what I was going to say, the rest of what I was going to say. But, uh, oh, yeah, well, they, what I was going to say is not only did it just uh, wholesale murder for fun, like women walking home with grocery bags in the back yeah. and running over people for fun and filming it and laughing. Uh-huh. But if you think God. about if you're if you were an Iraqi citizen oh, and that was happening and you're just some sheep herder or something and you see some Caucasian person blowing all your neighbors and friends and family up, you're yeah. just going to assume it's the United States military. You're not you're not gonna like assume oh that's a p- private contractor, blah blah blah. So exactly. that makes problems yeah. for our our uh, actual military branches because mm-hmm. they're gonna get the wrath of the people that think they're responsible for what these I Blackwater for instance did, yeah. you know like. Well, yeah, but we we brought them over to Iraq in order to supposedly, you know, drive the dignitaries around. Um, I mean, we're using them as part of our military. You know, we're pretty yeah. proud of them there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just mean they're not an officially branch of the military. They're not like Army, Navy, yeah. Air Force, Marines, you know. And right. then, and That's maybe the, and there's probably people in the branches of the military that are just as against what Blackwater did as we are. But yeah. the Iraqi sheep herder or whatever is not gonna yeah. know. They're just gonna see out some white guy armed to the teeth from America. So it must yeah. be their military. But they're not. I get the end of their kind of private contractors, not necessarily kind of branch of the military. And then so the, if they mount an attack in retaliation against one of the branches of the military because of something Blackwater did, that's a problem for the yeah. our branch. The legitimate branches of the military, not that they should even be over there in the first place at all. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Because they, they can get away with things that you know they they can get away with things that would not not go go over very well in the legal system. Like they're they're kind of uh, immune or not immune, but like they're insulated by their companies. For instance, yeah. Blackwater is not Blackwater anymore. It's already no. changed its name at least three times that I know. Yeah, of. Academy mm-hmm. Zing and I think they're X. They Constella. become X. Constella. Yeah. Is but, yeah, because... good news about Boeing huh? in Iran? I have good what? news about Boeing in Iran. If you're yeah. interested, you mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. About two years ago, after the Iran deal was made, Boeing announced very happily that they had made a contract with Iran for 20 commercial air, airplanes. I thought, oh, right, because I knew that what they do with those planes is convert them into carrying weapons of mass destruction, mm-hmm. you know, chemicals and that sort of thing. So after the Iran deal was withdrawn, 
they aren't going to do it anymore. And Boeing said, that's all right. We didn't think we were supposed to. We didn't think it was going to happen that much anyway. Really? So, huh. not, yeah, I'm very happy about that. Yeah, and then, and then, uh, and then you look at the market. I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, I started praying two years ago, and it that's how long it took, but it happened. Oh. Yeah, it works that way. I thought, okay. we cannot sell those kind of planes to Iran. And uh, they didn't. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the politics is, I mean, we, we all know that politics are run by very rich people who have their investments to watch out for. You know, they're on the board of directors of this company, that company, maybe they have, you know, farm, big pharma or banking, you know, paying them to be in their seats and vote for legislation that will, you know, support their products, services, and so forth. And <clears throat> and so they really are, uh, what's the word for it? Um, I mean, not not controlled, but they're kind of indebted to their personal investments. Because they yeah, have to keep them alive. But they know. shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be, but they are. Yeah. I'm glad we have someone who doesn't need a red cent from anywhere, anybody. And I think the decisions are made on a on a um, a more a higher level than that, rather than just the pocket, somebody's pocketbook. <laughs> it's people that start off politicians and they end up millionaires that worry me. You know, are mm-hmm. there experiences in doing that. That's why I'm glad we have a businessman. Because he Are knows you? how you to know, do it. <laughs> he went bankrupt six times. Yeah. And he came yeah. out in the black, full black when he became president. Of he course. Okay. Well fine. of course that's what a bankruptcy does. It it it, it gets rid of all of the all of the money you owe, including to the contractors who just got through building Trump Tower. It gets rid of them so you don't owe anybody any money anymore. And when you do it six times it's a plan. I'm sorry. I just don't find that to be the least bit ethical. Okay. So just... Okay. I'm talking to a big wall. Talk to you later, gal. Good night. Hey. Night. Okay. Good night. Yeah, and there's this, there's a whole bunch of us, like, you know, yep. pinching pennies and can't get a job. And, you know, we yeah. but we can spend time talking about them. Yeah. We could spend hours talking about world issues and figuring them out. Yeah, well, we're just trying. <laughs> you know. I know. Yeah, I know. I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just kind of in comparison to yeah. the people who have, you know, they wear like two, $3,000 suits, and I'm like buying flip-flops, you know, at the dollar oh, store. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a big difference. Yeah. The wealth is not distributed evenly. You know, I mean, pe- people getting handouts that are not to sound. I don't want to sound like some insensitive, like, but I mean, there's people that just made, got over the border, and it seems like they're being given like all these perks, social uh, safety net type benefits, whereas there's people that have been in America the whole time that aren't able to get these benefits. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. seem real fair, does it? Yeah. No. It it's 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 a political move, but 
I think he has a, you know, I don't like the way he's doing it. You certainly don't separate children from their parents. But I think, in a way, I kind of see what he's going for, you know? Not having Yeah, that's that's a shame when children are involved at all. But uh, and but a lot of these problems with that cause them a like migrant crisis is we caused the problems. Like the people are fleeing yep. wars and yep. terrible stuff we caused in other countries. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Have you seen? I mean, I, uh, Facebook has has um, this this has come up a couple of times. They show before and after, and like Syria. Gorgeous country, gorgeous yeah. buildings, just phenomenally yeah. decorative yeah. and wonderful. And the after is total destruction. Oh, it's you know? horrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had antiquities. I mean, really yeah. ancient architecture and just demolished. You know. It goes to show how powerful the military-industrial complex is. With the yeah. that that we whoever has ultimate wielding of these directed energy weapons because. They're not. They could do that and take out all the so-called bad guys, and not, all the buildings stay intact. You're but right. Instead, we're still blowing that's everything up. Yeah, and then who's going to rebuild it and pay for it to be rebuilt? Um, us, maybe, probably. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, we sent how many billions and billions of dollars did we send over to Iraq to rebuild Iraq, which didn't happen. You know? Yeah, it's like stop um, bombing it then. Um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, my my nephew had a friend that was in Iraq. He was working oh, oddly enough for Blackwater. But what he said, what he saw was Halliburton would deliver no huge, huge pallets of cash would come in for Halliburton would be flown in. But Halliburton didn't like to like give receipts or anything, you know? Like they didn't want to keep accounting of that. And those funds just kinda went away. That's horrible. Yeah. Those are our tax dollars, you know. That's and aside from war, there's uh there's a lot of missing money that goes to my guess yeah. is stuff having to do with space and maybe underground bases and the stuff we go through these yeah. secret weapons technologies. But yeah. there's a lady. She was had a cabinet level position in the federal government. Her name is Catherine Austin Fitz. She's like a financial advisor now. But she was targeted when she had the cabinet position because she invented a program to show where the looted money would go in a community that any layman could. And they they tried to run off the road, but she was a race car driver, so she survived that and all kinds of stuff. And uh, but she says there's since like the mid seventies, there's about and just from the well, there's a total about forty trillion dollars missing. But the killer is what. These, I don't. The government ter- term for the these tr- missing trillions, uh-huh. they call it unaccountable adjustments, uh-huh. which means like a write-off. Unaccountable yeah. adjustments. It should be like, well, they know, some of them know damn well. At least have a general idea where it went. Probably in space to space stuff yeah. and uh, to military mm-hmm. underground bases. But uh, that's what they just, you know, that's their flippant yeah. attitude, you know. And yeah. so, one trillion is like I don't know a thousand million or two thousand million or something. Forty oh, wow. trillion. If we had that as a gross domestic product, still, if, if the American people mm-hmm. had that, still, every yeah. highway could be rebuilt. Like everybody could be fed. You know, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. 
You should have free education for everybody. Yeah. Who's the the federal trick? No, who's the who's the banking system that we all think should go away? It's not really federal reserve. Government. Yeah. No, the federal world Re- uh, the what the international is it the IMF? Well, no, actually, I was thinking of, of um, oh. what he just said. Federal Reserve. They oh. have completely yes, misplaced. Federal. They've misplaced eleven trillion, but didn't oh. bring the books with them to the hearing that. Alan Grayson, who was such a great guy. <laughs> yeah, my dog um, ate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She just she couldn't find it. Wasn't there? He said, "You, uh, you, you know, you're coming to a hearing to explain eleven trillion dollars, and you didn't. It, what you forgot? It was you didn't bizarre. think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you Dick Cheney, exactly. Or uh, Rumsfeld. I mean, Donald Rumsfeld. The day before nine uh, eleven, he was on major CNN or something saying." This fiscal year, we're missing $2.3 trillion, and yep. that's the last time you saw it on TV. You can still see it on the Internet, and the, yeah. who knows? That was probably an understatement, but that was just that year, you know, $2.3 trillion, yes. you yes. know, and, and it's Donald Rumsfeld. I'm pretty sure he has a general a pretty good idea where the hell it went. Where, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> he was also the one that... that he was the only one that could give any instructions on during 9-11. They, they made up that rule like days before. Yeah, that guy. And then they couldn't no. find him. When the planes were hitting, he was in the back in the cafeteria having breakfast, and he happened to not have his phone with him. <laughs> so oh. they couldn't mm. find him. I'm surprised he wasn't in an underground uh, base somewhere hiding uh, out. Yeah. yeah, well, he knew where it was going to hit, I think. You know, and you know it hit. You know the plane that hit the Pentagon was they hit it in the accounting department, <coughs> destroyed all those records that you know for the missing. Money. Oh, the Pentagon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And that, yeah. and do you know, Linda, that 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 area, that just that section where that I don't want to call it a plane. I think it was a missile, personally, but uh, that section of the Pentagon was just renovated to make it extra strong. Only that oh. section, but yet that's the area that wow. got precisely got hit by that whatever missile or yeah. you know, whatever. And yeah. they destroyed records of some sort there, I'm sure yeah. there. And there's no C C T camera footage. I mean DC's, yeah. you know, it's Washington D C right especially like right around the Pentagon. There's C bristling with C C T cameras. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Yeah, you know, they went down. No, no footage, like no, it's just like a kind of blip in a. You you can't see the whole time lapse thing. You can see just the explosion or something. But yeah, and yeah. you would think yeah, there'd be a million CCTV yeah. cameras pointed. Yeah, then whenever they give you like, okay, here's here's the satellite footage of this uh, base over here, and you know wherever it is, and it's like this big fuzzy blob, you know, yeah. like, oh, that's the best satellites can do. We know that satellites uh-huh. can look down into your eyeball. It can Isn't look down into your earlobe. It can look down into your cellular structure and your DNA. You can't give us a better picture than that fuzzy blob of, of you know, <laughs> snow on that screen there. Yeah. All three but events were just it. so fake in retrospect. I can't believe the day, it, even the day it happened, that I didn't see how fake it was. But I was just kind of just so shocked. I didn't, sure. wasn't thinking like how mm-hmm. fake could this be. I was just like, right. what the fuck? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no, we all thought what the fuck. 
Excuse me. <laughs> we all thought that. <laughs> we all did that. It was just and building. I live seven. in Pennsylvania too, and that damn golf divot. They say the plane wrecked in Shanksville, PA. It looks like a big yeah. golf divot. There's no plane parts anywhere. Exactly. I think they shot that thing in the midair because they are afraid it was going to go. You know, one of our military planes probably caught it in that area and thought it was going to some urban metropolis and shot it midair. It probably broke apart midair. But that picture they showed, <laughs> oh, a plane wrecked here, and there's no plane parts. It just looks like a giant golf divot. Yeah. And the owner of Building Seven, he insured he, he increased his insurance like twofold yep. or, or more yep. just before nine eleven. Really, you know? God. One of the owners of the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. This is decades ago or whatever. He, some part of his insurance was like he would get reimbursed if the towers collapsed, but those towers were so. I mean, damn, those things were built to collapse. They were bent, built to withstand almost anything. That's why Absolutely. I think they used, oh my God, in ungodly resources to take these things down like a perfectly controlled demolition. <laughs> yep. And you know that, well, Bush's, was that Bush's that brother... Pain. Sorry. No, that's there okay. Was Go that, ahead. There was that, they said they had seen people putting in this... this uh, pyroclastic paint or something. I forget the, what they call it. Thermite it has, you're talking about. The yeah. what? Yeah. Well, Thermite. I think I believe in Judy Wood's theory, too, that there's some directed energy weapons used. But I'm not like, it's no, it's that, no, it's this. But I think it could be all three. There's the thermite theory, the directed energy, like death ray Tesla, death ray theory, the uh, maybe kind of... Hit pre-hidden explosives theory. Maybe it was all of the above. But the point is, mm-hmm. look what happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And do you know that Bush's brother, one of his one of his brothers, was a security. He owned the security contract for that for those buildings, and he was in there days ahead of time with dogs doing something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, thermite people... is. Like, you know what a sparkler is? Just a sparkler yeah. for Fourth of July. Yeah, Thermite is like that stuff that the sparkler is made of, but you can mm-hmm. make a liquid paint out of it, and then mm-hmm. you could just say, hey, mm-hmm. hire some random painters and say, paint this area and use this paint, and they have no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's just highly f- explosive flammable when some any source of heat, like fire, hits mm-hmm. it, then the planes would provide that, and that could just set mm-hmm. that off, and that's how you could yeah. do that part, and... I mean, we, we, geez, the satellite idea of Judy Woods, which I think hers is the goes the farthest. There's there was a whole street of cars that looked like they were burnt to a crisp, but they weren't burnt from heat. They were burnt from something else, like directed energy technology. A whole street right down from one of the twin towers, all the way down the street. It's almost like a flashlight beam from a satellite shined on the World Trade Center, demolished it, then lifted up slowly and cooked all the cars down one street where it was pointed, you know, as they lifted it up. There's all kinds of anomalies everywhere, riddled with Swiss cheese holes that whole day. Yeah. 
Yeah, and why did we accept, why didn't we, I don't know, demonstrate in the streets when they said, oh, this is what happened. Those planes, those these incredibly sturdy, you know, so with all those steel girders that were built to withstand the very impact that they got, and they collapsed and everybody believed it, you know, that's hard. Yeah, I, I, I say, well, I was pretty young then, but... I, I kick myself sometimes. I'm like, how the hell did I didn't see that till, you know, took maybe a few years I started to question it. I was like, what the? But at first, I was just drank the Kool-Aid, just like the whole country, you know, where yeah. it was such a shock, you know, like I was just spacing out and staring at the damn same looped footage over and over again on mainstream news. I'm standing in this. I didn't even own a TV when 9-11 happened, and my friend called me and told me about it. And at first, I thought he was talking about some private plane. I was like, yeah, yeah, that shit happens from time to time. And he's like, no. (laughs) He's like, no, a commercial jetliner. I was like, what? (laughs) Then I turned on the radio and started hearing it. And so I went up to a local bar and had a TV and started seeing it. I'm just sitting there, like, tranced out, slamming beers. Yeah. And uh Yeah. Well it was fun talking. <laughs> you know. I mean we've never been attacked on our soil before, but you know, the the issue is who did it? <laughs> who did the attack, you know? Yeah, my oh, yeah. Pearl Harbor. But then again, that yeah. that reminds me, Pearl Harbor wasn't on a really mainland soil, it was Hawaii, but uh the yeah. PNAC project for a new American century, whose members were people like Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld, Paul Wolfowitz, Chertoff, mm-hmm. whatever his first name is, yeah. they had that quote, and they had the balls to leave it on their damn website for another freaking decade ah. or more. Like, well, we need in order another... for us to conquer the world, American globe hegemony, oh, it will require a sudden, cataclysmic, mm-hmm. and catastrophic event not unlike a new Pearl Harbor. And yeah. then uh, that was before nine eleven. They they yep. said that, and the, it sure was. <laughs> and then look at those people. Who are they? <laughs> you know, and look what, what? happened. You know, like, and, and then also they, they 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 got away with saying that. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was going to talk about Iraq. They got away with saying, never mind. I just lost my thought. Oh oh, we would we could oh, Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld advised this little group of Wolfowitz, all these guys that were sitting around planning. Um, um, he convinced them that we could be in and out of Iraq in like two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> no, they also, yeah, uh, you're right. I, I, I heard him yeah. about him saying that. But yeah. then I think it was PNAC even, Project for Maneuvering and Century. They even had in their literature, which they even had the balls to post on the Internet also, that they had a plan to just keep taking over countries and constant yeah. war and conquer them, oh and that they projected that like just a nev- basically never ending war, and they're just like just huh? leave it on the damn internet, you know, like what? <laughs> and Bush was too stupid to stop any of it, you know? Don't you think? Yeah, he was caught. Re- damn, the day of nine eleven, he's reading a book upside down to some school kid. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Yep, it was about donkeys. <laughs> he was reading a book about donkeys, you know? <laughs> Good. Then the Secret Service guy comes and whispers in his ear something, and he, right. he kind of looks perplexed, and then he gets filled in a bit, and who knows what happened then, but, oh, yeah. man. Probably not much. I mean, what did he do? 
know, he wasn't exactly the powerful man that we needed there. I think his dad was still maybe lucid enough to yes. evil. Not lucid is the wrong word because he's just a, his dad is one of the evilest people I could imagine. Yes. Bush was just so stupid. I I have to sort of forgive him. Or I mean, ju- Junior. I have to sort of forgive him in some ways because he just seemed like such a dumbass. <laughs> but his yeah, dad was yeah. an evil genius. Like, and yeah. not I don't mean compliment by genius, but evil yeah. bastard. I don't and, know that much. I, about, I think, people say that. I, I need to do some. I need to look that up because I don't know about that, and I want to know about that. You there's know? a hitman. There's a hitman of that worked for Bush personally that says. George Bush Sr. is the most evil entity I've ever encountered in my life. Wow. Did I tell you this, Linda? No. There's this guy. Oh, he has videos and stuff on YouTube. Eugene Chip Tatum or just Chip Tatum. He's one yeah. of Bush's like Black Ops, George Bush Sr.'s Black Ops hit team members. And Chip Tatum says categorically every time we'd go to do a hit job, usually in South America, because we wanted to depose some president and put in whatever dictator we wanted or whatever right. person. We, and these hit, this hit team would... Okay, George Bush would call the hit team, and the hit team would say... Uh, and George Bush would say, Did you kill him yet? Did you kill him yet? And the hit team would say, No, he's with his family, and the whole family now, wife and kids in the car... So right. we're going to wait, and George Bush would be like, no, kill them all. Just, just do it. Kill them all. Kill them all. And the hit teams would wow. usually find a way to wait and find the guy alone. But, and then what a guy. With, yeah. What a guy. <laughs> and, so this, he's a paid murderer, for, and he's like, this is the most evil man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, you know, well, the other Bush, but even the the grandfather, too, the older hmm. one. Um, Prescott was, funded yeah. both sides of World War Two. Absolutely, he helped Absolutely. fund the the Allied yep. Ard side and the the Iron Curtain side mm-hmm. to kill each other, basically. Yep. Which meant our kill our people oh, too, you know. And they made money going both ways. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't care. <laughs> I th- I thought he was with the Nazis. I thought he was a yeah. They are Nazi affiliated. Boy. I've heard that a billion times too. They were affiliated with the. Well, they're, yeah, they're, ah, man, it's so convoluted and weird when it gets up to this level, but, yeah. I mean, George, George, uh, Barbara Bush's dad is supposedly Aleister Crowley. I don't know if you know he is who he is. No, I don't. He was once called the evilest man in the world. He's this oh. British black magician that yeah. hobnobbed and rubbed elbows with the royal family. and. Yeah. If you've ever heard of the term sex magic, well, it's some kind of magical, his idea of magic that had to do with sex and bodily fluids and using blood and semen and spit and urine and feces and all this. Yeah, yeah. That, that, it's it looks just like her too. If you see a side by side photo of him and Barbara Bush, they look exactly the same. It's like, oh my god, that. Wow! Wow! Well, what what was this concoction supposed to do? Uh, I don't know. It, he, I don't know what the hell he was going through his mind. He it was just he thought it was a magic, like it would bring something true or something, or uh-huh. it could, you know, just a spell, okay. like a spell or right. something. 
but basically what it amounted to in his real life, he was just like a heroin addict and pedophile and just grotesque bastard and yeah. 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 <laughs> My understanding is that they this is just so bizarre. I hate to even repeat it, but people talk about you know the pedophilia and that leads all. They also eat the babies. And they eat them so that they can have that vitality and that young blood in them. That's what that's about. Ew. Yeah, I've heard that a billion times too. And ew. There's there's modern scientific uh, proof, evidence that shows that they probably might have done that because modern science shows that, say, you're an 80 year old and you need a blood transfusion for some reason. If you get uh-huh. the blood transfusion from like a twenty-some-year-old's blood, rather than an, a sixty-year-old's blood, it'll work a lot better. So huh. all those old stories of the royal royalty of these certain countries uh. bathing in blood and eating—that yeah. yeah. maybe, maybe it's the same kind of idea, you know? Like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, not that it's right or. <laughs> no, well, it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing right about that. You know, yeah, but I mean, it, scientifically, I guess, physi- physiologically, I guess, it probably yeah. worked, but they accomplished it by yeah doing that. I don't know how they do it these uh, days. Yeah, transfusions these days. That's all you need to do, yeah. Well, I mean, there's, I've heard of human hunting parties on these big estates of these uh, royal people and stuff. They'll let yeah. pe- set people loose and just chase them after them on horses with rifles and. Can you to... imagine? Can you imagine what's in their heads? Can you imagine? No, they're kind... sick. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sumaya, I think, said they're because they're inbred freaks. Yeah, that's true. They are inbred freaks. Yeah. They try to keep the money in the family by yeah. marrying their own damn cousins, and they're they're oh, yeah. there's Roy. Before there was photography, there was royal portraits of this family called the Habsburgs dynasty, the Habsburg dynasty, and yeah. they were painted. And they actually that let themselves be painted with their tongues hanging out all the way because they were because they were so inbred, they were physically and mentally deformed <laughs> and, and <laughs> from inbreeding. <laughs> oh my but god! But I didn't say that. I I don't know anything about that. I don't know who said that. Just saying. Oh no, I thought I thought Sumai said something about inbred elites or something like that. Well, maybe no, I misheard you. It was um, must have been somebody else. I don't know anything about. Oh, that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean uh-huh. to put your name in something you didn't say. That's fine. I, I just want to correct it for the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but who knows? I mean, you know, they they might, they might not. I've heard about the rituals. I've never seen them, but um, all that stuff goes way back to the pagan times. You know. Where they thought, oh, if we just do this, we'll feel more powerful, you know. But um, that's as much as I know about that. Yeah, it's almost like some. Also, there's an aspect of some of these super elites. It's almost like we can afford to do or buy anything we could possibly think of. So the thrill is gone. So how? What can we do? This just, (laughs) you know, like. Mm-hmm. That no one could imagine, and just darker the better. Who cares? You know, as long as it's something just crazy that gives us a thrill. That yeah. exactly frivolous. 
Yeah, there was yeah. an interest. There was a funny routine on you. You like Saturday Night Live? Well, um, oh, I'm thinking. Carrie, Jim Carrie was on, right? And uh-huh. he's a funny guy, but he also is pretty knowledgeable. And um, they did a thing where, so who is the real billionaire, right? You know, tell the truth type game. And yeah. they have three guys, and one guy is like, oh, I. I would go out and I'd fill my bathtub with diamonds and dollar bills and have everybody play. Okay. And another guy says, I, I, you know, some other thing. I can't remember. It was like a year ago. Um, the other guy says, uh, you know, something that a billionaire wouldn't do, right? But uh-huh. this guy sitting in a wheelchair, like kind of creepy, and he says, well, I had... Uh, 200 guys named Fred in a in a industrial warehouse, and one guy named Matt, and and we watched them from a distance. <laughs> like mm, that's something that a billionaire might do for fun. I didn't say it right, but it's like <laughs> that dynamic. I think everybody in there was named Lewis, and the other one was named Matt or Fred or something, but just the dynamic of what a waste, you know, because <laughs> you got nothing better to do, just get 200 guys named Fred in the room and, you know, <laughs> just watch what they do. I mean, what, what's yeah. the purpose? You know, no purpose. They don't need to make money. They just sit there and watch you. <laughs> yeah, they're seeing us like a bunch of hamsters in a aquarium on wood chips, <laughs> spinning in a spinning wire wheel and wood chip bedding and we're scurrying around. That's it's kind of how they see us, I guess. Even worse than that, though, because I I love animals. I I treated my I had hamsters and guinea pigs and stuff. I treated them well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they just think we're entertainment for them. Because um, I mean, a lot of the torture that we go through, it's unnecessary. There isn't really any science. I mean, after you've repeated an experiment like a thousand times, that's plenty of data. You don't have to do it for 20 or 30 years repeating it over and over and over just for more money or just to watch, you know, the suffering. That's right. I I think it's part of the genocide plan. They're they're trying to Mm -hmm. kill off a lot of the population. I mean, there's good evidence that these people think like that. And this is a way to do it with us. It's slow. It's slow, plausible deniability kill yeah. methods with a little fast one scattered in there. At least for me, here and there. Yeah. Anybody gets too close to uh, bringing it out to the public. I mean, in a in like a courtyard, a court situation. That seems to be the the real kicker. Somebody somebody actually gets to court. But we have heard lately. Right, Linda? Like, a couple of people have made it through the trial and, and came out with a verdict. So um, Yeah, that John Christiana guy. There's a guy named John uh-huh. Christiana. Right. He's have you heard of that targeted guy? Justice. Yeah, he's with Targeted Justice. Okay, um, yeah. And he was on Ramola D's channel a couple... I think he, uh-huh. he made... He might have won, I think. I don't know. It sounds like a couple of people have won lately. Um, yeah. Connie was saying that. And although they're 
records are probably sealed and probably have a gag order also. Um, you know, so we don't really know who or how much they got. And that might have been a settlement, like a lot of money. So um, somebody's making progress. That's great. I mean, so it's not impossible then. Not easy, but not impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of that. I don't think that's my route. I don't think it's my path because I already told you my experience with courts. But, um, and my, I already decided I wasn't going to go that way. But, uh, I wouldn't know I'm how to begin. To, yeah. And plus, like, you know, like Linda was saying earlier, there's some things you don't want to say because you're, you know, you're too fragile or tired and you can't deal with I mean, when I was sending out a lot of emails, um, I had a list of media contacts that I was sending to. And the last time I did that, two and a half years ago, actually, um, they almost killed my father. And he was in a coma for 12 days, and I thought he was going to die. And that happened within days of me sending, you know, hitting send on that letter, last letter. Did your dad, Sumaya, did your dad ever say anything to you when he could that, about unusual symptoms that he suspected as not being natural? Well, he, he's him? in and out of hospitals a lot. I mean, the last maybe 10, 15 years he's been, I think, targeted and they keep him going back to the hospital, you know, one thing after another. But, um, so I see unusual symptoms. To him, it's just plausible deniability, you know. Um, I try to explain to the family about targeting, but I don't push it because I don't want them to be scared or angry with me. That's how evil these systems are. They, yeah. they're plausible deniability. They'll, they'll, okay, yeah. Oh, this person's a certain age, so we could just do basically anything to them, and it, and it could be just, you know, he chalked off to a certain age. They're, they're old. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. and that's it's right, and it's plausible if somebody has heart issues or, or skin or whatever, you know. Um, or they do it to our pets, and then they, the pets can't yeah. talk, so yeah, then they get to f- freaking not only murder our pets, but yeah. ruin our, bother us, emotionally yeah. hurt us by yeah. hurting our pets, and we know it, and the pets yeah. can't talk, and there's no way to prove that either, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And they don't and know why they're in pain. Yeah, and we need to we have a need to protect them. We got them. Right. We want you know to, as companions, and, and they can't protect themselves against these guys. Mm-hmm. So I think it makes us feel doubly bad. You know, I mean mm-hmm. they can't do anything about it, and we can't. And we want them to be happy. You know, mm-hmm. it's so hard. That is so hard. Yeah, I mean it's it really is. I mean a living, breathing threat over our heads if we do the wrong thing. So. There's only so much that we can get done unless we're willing to die for it or have somebody else in our family, um, you know, be just tortured to death. 
And Even that guy, Anthony Bourdain, the famous cooking show guy who recently, yeah. oh, that, oh, oh, doorknob hangings, which I'm not buying in any of them. That, so, but what the heck? He, and supposedly he had recently said stuff about high position political figures, and he's a public uh-huh. figure himself. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's dead. Oh, hung himself from a doorknob. Oh, yeah, he's six foot four. He hung himself from a doorknob. Did they really say that? Did they they really really say that? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Oh, my God. (laughs) A doorknob? His head is probably higher than that sitting up. Yeah. The the, the doorknob thing. What the hell? I mean, it started with, as far as I remember, remember David Carradine, the karate guy? Yeah, yeah. From Kung Fu Show or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. They said he was auto-asphyxiated while jerking off with the thing and it makes it better or right. something. But, like, yeah. then ever since then, like, you've heard all these doorknob things and they're with scarves and toilet paper. And, you know, like, yeah, you know, like oh, tie it to a doorknob and then slump <laughs> over and let yourself. Yeah. With a spool I mean, of thread. <laughs> <laughs> I know, very suspicious, right? But but he very. wasn't coming out. I mean, his show wasn't anything political. He wasn't, it didn't sound like he was acting out. Uh, yeah, no, on a, he would just tweet. He would, like, tweet to outside of the show, just tweet about, because he was a smart guy um, and he politically astute, and he hmm. would tweet stuff that wasn't too uh, flattering to some of the past or present powers that be, you know, and... Uh, yeah. And but it I don't know it's just kind of the it's just yeah. fishy just fishy. He didn't deserve I, that. Yes, and how many is. people are? I love how, that guy. Who he was do a you nice, know that yeah, guy doesn't talk about it? You know everybody but, talks. Yeah. It's in the news. It's public. Yeah. Yeah. You know stuff happens. People talk about it. So why you know why are some people off and the other ones just allowed to keep murmuring? You know. Yeah. And Bourdain, for instance, he had that type of personality. Anyone could see it plain as day on his TV show. He had the dark gallows sense of humor, the kind of sense of humor that people could use mm-hmm. to get themselves through the toughest times. He was funny yeah. in other re- regards, and mm-hmm. he had the one of the best jobs I could even imagine in the world. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, his wife was pretty freaky, I, I I'm learning, but uh, yeah, it it, it just doesn't make any sense. Maybe it, it, she was a target. Maybe she was the target. People are in that saying she's like some kind of witch or something. She's on like Facebook oh a thousand, a hundred times, doing all those Illuminati pose symbol things with the hands, the triangle thing with your hands, the oh. cover your one eye with the hands, the oh put your two fingers and the other fingers down up with your hands and. And mm. all that stuff, and wearing like all these devil costumes and stuff, not even a Halloween. And uh, yeah, her oh, dad, yeah, her name was Argento. Her dad was a famous horror movie director. I forget his first name, something Argento. Well, mm-hmm. this was just weird. You know, he, yeah. um, the look, he was such a delightful character. And obviously, he also had power, and obviously, he had, de- he had that dark humor that people gravitate towards funny people with power, you know, and um, mm-hmm. he, they probably thought he was a threat. I don't think he hung himself. I don't no. think any of us think that. That's a Dario Argento, somebody said in the chat. Yeah, what? that guy was a famous, her dad, his wife's or yeah. girlfriend's dad was a famous 
horror movie director. He's mm. <laughs> well, that's a interesting claim to fame. <laughs> I, I just said it's an interesting claim to fame to be a, a, a horror movie director <laughs> and a good one and a famous one. That's probably the fastest way to get into the movie business, actually, when you think about it, because all you need maybe is some black and white film and uh, some ketchup yeah. and uh, <laughs> fake. And knife, somebody's and, you know, and, and the then, basement uh, with no light. Yeah, yeah, right. Creaky um, stairs. This guy, he was good, though. I mean, I, I like all kinds of movies. I'm not like a j- horror movie buff, but I've seen some of yeah. them, and I have grew up on some of them in uh this guy's were some cla- he had some classics. He was well well known for this stuff. Her dad was huh. and uh she was a weirdo I mean, she was but all these starlets in Hollywood are doing these hand oh, I mean, even the dudes and it doesn't even matter what music genre. Country, rap, rock, huh. pop, they're all doing yeah. these same symbols with their hand you know, like Are they? People call huh. them you know what people call Illuminati symbols or satanic yeah. symbols or all that? I don't. Yeah, yeah they're don't all doing know what it. That is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Even I said, uh, have you seen that um, Taco Bell commercial? Was it? Yeah. With all the symbols. In it? <laughs> they're. Ma- it's like they're making fun of it, but they're they're admitting it yeah. at the same time. Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. They called it. Yeah. It's Taco we have Bell. a Michael Bell Street here. I just noticed that the other day, and I thought, what? What? Huh. Anyway, I just that surprised me that when I saw that hmm. recently. Do you know him? No. Um, uh, also, but, but there was a guy that did live here. Remember the guy that was writing the book about all this stuff, and, and then they claimed he he shot his two kids and then committed suicide? Do you remember that at all? Wait, are you talking about Crawford? Was the guy's name Crawford? Could have been. There was a guy making a movie. I don't think it was a book, but mm-hmm. I think, oh, man, Crowley. No, no, oh. this guy's name was Crowley, not Alistair Crowley, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think it was John Crowley. He was a former military vet from, uh, yeah. got back from Iraq. He was going to make this, I don't know if we're talking about the same person, but. No, we're not, he, but I know who you're talking, I know that one, too. No. Yeah, Gray State was this movie he was going to make. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and he was in a great he had no movie, reason. He had no great. He had uh-huh. a good relationship with his family and right. then they say, "Oh, he right. shot his self and his uh-huh. wife and his kids." And coincidentally, sure. it was right when this movie Gray State, he was almost finished yeah. with it. That would have been a successful yeah. movie, would have made a ton of money off of it. Uh-huh. He was out of the war like there's no freaking reason why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Somebody didn't want him, you know, do they really think everybody's going to buy all these suicides when they point, sooner or later they're going to realize they are pointing towards something that is mm-hmm. very serious. All yeah. of these suicides are, you know. Yeah, it's just too much so, of a pattern developing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, Hopefully and Kate, uh, what's her name, Kate, the handbag lady with the scar? Oh, yeah. it's David Spade's sister. The comedian yeah, David Spade's sister. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, she's a very famous designer in New right. York. And, right. And uh, they found her hung with a scarf. Yeah. The whole thing. From a doorknob. <laughs> really? Another hanging from a doorknob, but she was shorter. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but she did look depressed. I have to say. 
in the pictures I saw of her. Didn't she look kind of depressed? Yeah, but, I mean, that's, I don't yeah. know. It, it just sounded, it was kind of shocking also. Yeah. And she's yeah, female, and she's going through a divorce, and they like single females. You know how it is. And, yeah. um, you know, somebody probably uh, pushed the buttons for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't buy suicides much, do we? <laughs> For good reason. Yeah, well, especially when you know the when you know the word suicided, then it's pretty yeah. hard to buy all these suicides. There. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Much easier easier to buy that they were suicided, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, William, how about William Colby? He was an ex CIA director. William Colby, huh? if anyone remembers that. <laughs> he lived like right by the, in Washington D.C. CIA director, right? And then they said, "Oh, he died in his canoe." Oh, and yes. So forensically, forensic examination-wise, that would have meant okay. So this intelligent CIA director decided in the middle of December, in the freezing winter, in the middle of the mm-hmm. night at three in the morning, mm-hmm. decided to pull his canoe out of the garage without telling his family and take a joyride <laughs> down the Potomac. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. What a bunch of shit. <laughs> he, oh I thought he God. went fishing. No? He didn't go fishing? Somebody, I thought they said he, he went fishing. I, he I, I should fishing. be laughing, but damn, this is ridiculous. Well, usually you don't fish in a canoe anyway because of the balance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole pull up a fish and it's too heavy, you know. But yeah. um, anyway, yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that, and everybody thought that was just something. There was something not right there, even oh. back then. You know, when we weren't all that suspicious. I remember the. I think William Colby was about to speak out on some dirt on the Clintons or something like that. Maybe I forget. Huh. Yeah. Oh. Huh. So I'm going to listen to you guys. I'm going to brush my teeth. Okay. Yeah, Mick Jagger's yeah. girlfriend. Somebody said in the chat that's that's true. Yeah. Also, right right near yeah. uh, the handbag lady, uh, David yeah. Spade's sister. Mick Jagger's wife was just like a few days before or after her or something like that. Oh, is that right? Um, yeah. She died. Her girlfriend. She died? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, hung herself with a scarf. I don't know if it's from a doorknob or not. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, you know I what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, she kind of had it made, didn't she? Well, money and power is not I never, everything. Yeah, I never saw her or heard anything about her before. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if we start to put the pieces together, we're going to go, we have to go all the way back to the 50s and yeah. see which ones were targeted and not the way it was told in the in the newspaper. I mean, it's pretty clear that Dr. John Nash, you know, the brilliant economist and mathematician, oh, was targeted. I agree. Right? Who was on his way to getting an award, by the way. Yeah, but, I, yep. he, but all the way back to the 50s, he was hearing voices and got hospitalized for like some, oh. like 20 years or whatever and threw his yeah. career off, totally threw, threw his career off. And he could have been, like, making discoveries all the way through, but they had him heavily medicated and believing that he was schizophrenic. That's like a, that's just a classic example. But if we look through all these other unusual cases, we might see 
this one wasn't real, this one isn't real, that one was fabricated, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. um, anyway, John I, Nash I, invented game theory. Game yeah, theory, game Brian. Theory. Yeah, game, game Brian theory. too talks about that a lot. It's it's a real thing though. This has to do with our targeting. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, they step up their game and you step up your game, and that's kind of a natural progression of things, isn't it? Yeah, they force yeah. you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their their game theory. They're real good at. I mean, it's real. Far more. They got a billion. Heads working on their game theories in think tanks and highly paid. <laughs> you know, yeah. we we all gotta like figure it out ourselves, sort uh-huh. in with each other's help. You know, but We're yeah. Like well, I his wife too, John Nash and his wife. They smashed him yeah. in a car. Yeah. They were both car, really, yeah. really elderly, and uh, yeah. so they were fragile anyway. So yeah. But it was so, I mean, they must be threatened by brilliant minds if they did that to him all the way back. And, um, you know, I was watching some videos in quantum physics, and there's one guy who's very interesting. He was explaining decoherence. And, um, you know, I saw one video of him in 2014. He's fairly good-looking, very smart, and, you know, he's explaining some concepts. And then I see another one that was more recent, and he's like twitching and jerking, and he he looked like he was targeted, like you know, electronically. He had some kind of nervous thing that was showing up on the video, and it was only a few years apart. Wow. Well. So and he. So I'm thinking, I got from that that you know he's not obviously a TI, but uh, they must really be threatened by brilliant creative minds like that because maybe they want to keep the status quo like flat and gray and everybody homogenized. You know, and you have somebody stand out who's talented and making discoveries, um, you know, they they probably just can't handle it anymore, you know. I don't know. I think they can't handle creativity because yeah. they don't know how to be creative themselves. They just, That's they a good way to sum it up, Sumaya. I think you put it pretty well and concise right there. Thank you. But, I mean, these are not people who are on Facebook saying, I'm getting tortured. They're they're out there in the world, like in MIT and places, um, just trying to have a life and maybe not knowing what what's going on to them, you know, with them and their health. Somebody said Stephen Hawkins was targeted with yeah. that uh, disease. That's how sick these bastards are. They target a guy who already has whatever physical, I forget what he had, but he, I don't know, he, they would probably do that to somebody just stuck in a wheelchair, you know, yeah. just blast him. Like, that's how sick, like, oh. Yeah. I mean, and he, what could he do? How could he fight back except with his mind, which is the thing they want to take. And then they, yeah, yeah the, the perpetrators or the attackers are target they would just chalk it off oh plausible deniability look he has this disease or whatever and everyone knows that so we'll just do this to him and people will just think he's dying of his whatever disease he had yeah well they made his life miserable you know maybe he didn't have that maybe that wasn't natural to him that whole thing that he went through. Maybe yeah, was, they might have caused it in the first place. Who knows? Yeah. That's what was possible. It's possible. Um, you know, 
Well, he's a brilliant, he was brilliant, and uh, maybe, you know, who knows? Because there could have been other scientists in the community who were like, no, this guy is competition. You know, scientists can be very brutal about their own theories and their funding, you know, because they get funding and they have to publish papers and they compete with each other a lot, you know, and sometimes there's a lot of animosity between them. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying that it's still a possibility and that's what goes on out there. What what I'm noticing lately, in fact, I saw something on um, Facebook today. It talked about the benefits of using the electromagnetic frequencies to heal this, to heal that, to do this. Mm -hmm. If you could take care of everything, I couldn't, I, unfortunately, the video ended before I could tell how much it was, and then I couldn't get it back up to see that. But now they're coming out with all these things that will heal us and are good for us, you know, and I think they have to. Because how else are they going to explain away? Because they're going to have to. And I think there's a reason all these things are starting to come out now. Because they they want a plausible reason why they were doing this, right? It's mm-hmm. good for us. Yeah. It's good for the community, kind of thing, I think. Because it's happening. They are starting to come out with all these things that are supposed to be so helpful for us. Mm-hmm. You know, they can use the same technologies for good or bad. They just choose. Yeah, yeah. I've heard you say that, and I was thinking that when I was reading that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so disgusting because the yeah, I, I know it could be used for good or bad, but it's like they always the go to is the bad, like hands down, more than half, two thirds above what they'll use it for good. I mean, they could use this kind of stuff to make a person stand up out of a wheelchair for the first time and kick a football and feel it, but instead mm. they're just blasting us with it and see what happens. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. They could probably cure, I mean, so many diseases already. Oh, yeah. Well, according to the, what I saw with this little apparatus that this woman had that was going to, you know, healed everything, I mean, it was supposed to be able to heal everything, muscle, you know, I mean, everything, emotional mm-hmm. issues, healed, you know. A guy named Royal Rife got extremely persecuted, and he, the Rife machine, if anyone's heard of that, oh, Royal yeah. Raymond yeah. Rife. Oh, yeah. And I had an ex-girlfriend who had, had got Lyme disease, and she had to, go to Maryland to get treated with that because Pennsylvania had some weird corrupt thing with the antibiotics company. And uh, they would, re- and people refer to the healing qualities of this these energies and the right frequencies and wavelengths as radionics, but then the weaponized stuff they call psychotronics, radionics, mm-hmm. psychotronics. But uh, it, it, can, it can do wonders if you use the right frequencies, yeah. but it can also be deadly. You can Google right frequencies on Google, and um, and you can see, and there are YouTube right frequencies, and you can find all kinds of the things that it does for people. You can listen to the to the frequency, which are the frequencies that he puts out. What he does is, is what he did was create frequencies that were healthy. You know, well, we, you know that anyway. You can listen to him on YouTube. Is what I'm trying to say. And they do help. They have yeah. them for depression. 
They have them for pain. They have them for emotional blockage. They have them for everything. Mm. And when I listen to them, I feel better. And my oh, goes, okay. Yeah. So you can just look that up like um, yep. it's a sound or it's not Our, visual, right? It's a sound? Yeah, no, it's visual. It's usually got a visual with it, too. There are all uh-huh. kinds of frequencies available, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I usually just put them on, put them, my ears on while I do my mail and or Facebook. Yeah. Um, just, you know, helps you along the way, but it's really interesting. In fact, yeah. some of them, the minute you hear the tone, you can feel your you can feel your emotions immediately lift. Mm-hmm. I mean, just remarkably, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and they know what they're doing. They know they can do that the actual, you know, the exact opposite to us, don't they? Mm-hmm. Press the hell out of us. Well, it's all about the frequencies, right? Somebody wrote, this is pretty apropos, it's in the chat mm-hmm. room, witch, witch hunts, nothing new. And mm-hmm. I learned, well, we've heard of the Salem witch trials, right? American mm-hmm. history. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know, but they they uh, executed some men, too, and they accused them of being warlocks, which is being a male witch. Right. And the reasons they would do this stuff to men and women would be, you know, something as simple as you have a mole there or you, I, for instance, I have an eye that's two different colors, the pigment in it, one eye, and that would get me murdered <laughs> back then, I guess. If you were, if you went out and got herbs, if you were growing herbs in your garden or you went out to the woods to find medicinal herbs, it would hurt you. Yeah. I just think they came up with excuses because I also heard that the people they declared as witches and or warlocks uh, were people with with, uh, land that they wanted. Oh, okay. Real estate targeting, huh? Well, just or or assets of some sort that they wanted, so they declared them a witch and take their stuff, kind of like they do now. Nice excuse, yeah. That's this yeah. Uh, <laughs> targeted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I see people and and situations that could always be plausibly targeted now. Now, yeah. if somebody says, "Okay, they talk about the high school kids going in and shooting," targeted. Um, you know, somebody went out and. Um, you know, I'm thinking about John Lennon, right? Targeted. Absolutely. And these shooters, they all have a similarity. It's easy to see. It's that Mm -hmm. certain sort of special, dazed, spaced out kind of blank look in their eyes. Mm -hmm. I mean, remember that Aurora Theater shooting, that James Holmes kid with the orange hair, thought he was the Joker or whatever? He's in court. He's sitting in court. Remember that? And he's like nodding off and just like so out of it. Like he couldn't even talk if he tried. You know, then this, what was the Florida one, I guess? Uh, That that kid had that look. And then that one freaking with the, the South Carolina or something with the black church, that kid had that weird look in his eyes. And 
I think these people are tinkered with, a lot of them, heavily. And yeah. the excuse is always they had mental problems, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that explains it. Mental problems, no blood or urine test, just, eh, it's this, it's that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's how we're ed- educated, though, so most people don't think far past that or even consider anything else. It's just too many of them now. Too many. The guy in La Vegas, you know, who used to be a Lockheed employee. Oh, yeah, I heard that, too. In Las Vegas, I saw footage of, uh, what do you call them, uh, discharge flashes out the barrel of a gun uh, out of the third floor. Clear to see this cab driver is filming it, and they say he was on the 32nd floor or whatever. But there's clear muzzle flashes coming out of a third floor window. Not saying that there wasn't also out of the 32nd floor window, but it's like, oh, come on, you know. There was a couple that had, had taken very clear pictures, and the FBI did take the camera away, but they gave it back to them. But that couple, when they were coming home, they were coming around the same curve. They always came around. You know, and they ran into a light post and the car exploded. They were apparently the only people that really had clear photographs of what was going on. Witnesses to the Las Vegas shooting, you're saying, Linda? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Oh, oh I didn't hear that. Did they, are they, did they get hurt or die or in oh, the car? Oh, they died. Oh, they died. Oh, the car, the, the oh car man, exploded. Oh, yeah, exploded. I guess they did. Yeah, holy crap. Oh. It was, they came around the same corner, I mean, they, you know, they came around the same corner, they'd been coming around for years, they certainly knew that, knew, you know, the corner. The area, yeah, they wouldn't, like, just drive straight into a stationary object head on, yeah. Well, you never know, you never know what's going to happen, you never know. I mean, all these holistic health doctor deaths, too, that, for instance... There's like hundreds of hundred of them in the last year or something like that. Yeah. Holistic health practitioners or herbal medicine healers or anything that's not in big pharma supporting allopathic medicine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there, there was a guy down in San Diego recently that they found face down in, a, in an exercise pool at the, at the gym that he went to. He was a doctor. He was like just barely 30, if 30. And he, he was convinced he found the answer for There was a rash of uh, bankers. They called them the banker suicides, too. But yeah. they were, like, not... They were, like, sort of high-level, mid- to high-level bankers, not the top of the... Because the ones at the top are probably doing it to them, <laughs> having it yeah. done to them. But yeah. I saw a video on YouTube of this the guy with an Italian name... He was supposedly jumped out a window and killed himself, but there's, there's video footage of him hitting the ground from CCT cameras, and uh, he's backwards. And you would oh, think if you're going to commit suicide, you wouldn't jump out backwards. I don't know if, oh. if you would or wouldn't, but he hits the the ground backwards. Wow. He doesn't even die right away. Then these two guys emerge out of a nearby alley, stand over him, look at him for few seconds then walk away and uh that's it's creepy it's really creepy 
so much for working for success in your life, you know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these high-paying positions, people got to really think, uh, okay, this makes a lot of money, but who am I working for and what would happen to me if I if I just made waves in any way, if I did a good job even? Like you'd think, okay, every have a job, let's do a good job at my job and be the best uh-huh. I could be, but that might get you killed. Like so yeah. it's like so can you get those positions and just kinda hide in them, be a wallflower. But uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's not nothing. Yeah. We yeah. it's it's a truth though that you have to be careful, like we we're saying before, because we know how bad it can be, but at the same time I mean we're we're here, we're living, you know. Um, we're human. We're going to do things. We're going to say things. doesn't mean we should be tortured for it. Some people in the science field are lucky in the sense that there's this thing that it's called black shelving where the powers that be will accept somebody's invention that competes with, say, the big pet... uh, yeah. Big energy, big pharma, or whatever, mm-hmm. but they'll just buy it from them, and then black shelf it. Meaning they'll just buy it and then hide it from the public. Oh, but okay. then a lot of other people get their laboratories burned down, or they get murdered, or things yeah. like that. So I don't know exactly what range mm-hmm. of kind of invention you have to that where people can make money doing this, and they just hide their inventions from the public but that they don't kill the inventor i'm not sure how they go about that but yeah a little yeah. niche yeah the question is what's the protocol for that because i mean how do you decide one person ends up this way or that way and anyway overall the whole thing they could be stealing intellectual property while the scientists are working on it and take take the information and work on it in their own labs without hurting oh, yeah. anybody. Yep, that's probably what they're doing simultaneously in almost every case, I would guess. Uh-huh. I mean, they got access to the computers. They got satellites overhead. They know everything you're doing, everything you're saying, everything you look up, everybody you talk to. Um, they They know all these inventions. So why do they have to do anything with them at all? Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about that last week, in fact. So it's not a coincidence that we're talking about it. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of smart people out there, and there's young people graduating colleges who probably have some new ideas about what to do with technology and probably have 20 or 40 years ahead of them to... um, create and destroy and discover things. And, uh, I mean, what are they going to do, squash them all, you know? I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, these privateers, by doing what we're just talking about, these privateers, they're they're just keeping the whole country down. Like, they're, I don't know if we want to be the, we're like in a lucky position as America for multiple decades to be the, the so-called leaders of the <laughs> free world, yeah. free—that's a joke, but—but but, I mean, Jesus, mm. I mean, when they're when they're squ- 
squashing, killing inventor. Well, we've done that for a long time. We do with Royal Rife and uh, Nikolai Tesla and Raymond Reich. But, I mean, th- this stuff is getting really fast-paced now. And uh, this is a... Uh, these are stuff. This is stuff that if they let it go as it was supposed to, it would prove to the rest of the world that the kind of talent and uh, you know we have here and the contribution to the rest of the world we have here. And uh, but instead, these few money bags or that already have all the money in the world are having these people like murdered and burning their laboratories and hiding their technology yeah. and so I don't know yeah, it's, it's crazy. Kind of kills the incentive to, to succeed, doesn't it? You know? I mean we're supposed to be able to be anything we want to be in America, right? Yeah. I mean yeah, I was true. taught in school like I, I always thought till I started getting targeted, even way after I started getting targeted, I thought like being like honest and knowing about Stuff, even subversive stuff that most people don't know. I always thought that just everyone would think, oh, that means this guy's smart, meeting me, you know, like. (laughs) Well, yeah. Just gets you targeted, I guess. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. I already grew up like that, and I already. I was already a developed person when I started thinking like that, and it's kind of no turning back now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, but if the payoff, if the payoff to really working hard and succeeding and doing something wonderful gets you targeted, yeah, it kind of ruins the whole thing, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean it does. I know a guy who's a therapist who has a friend that invented, or I mean he brewed up or whatever uh, some kind of silver colloidal silver thing that kills bacterial stuff. That you it's a drinkable concoction, and this guy got death threats and stuff on the phone. He said, and because apparently this stuff works, <laughs> his concoction. Yeah, he made. yeah. I put, yeah, colloidal silver. That, that yeah. yeah. Um. Oh damn it! Never mind. I just lost it. Never mind. Oh, okay. Big pharma is obviously. I mean, I think they're one of the most, they are, without a doubt, I think, one of the most powerful groups in this country. Oh, yeah. And they make some of the, oh, they they have such a hand in the genocide. I mean, and probably knowingly on the top levels. Just think about how deadly, think about how deadly a lot of these pharmaceuticals are. Yeah. And how they they squash competition. They've, yeah. they, I mean, they, they're putting all the money they can into putting down kratom. They tried to do it weed. They did mm-hmm. for a long time. I mean, weed's making a comeback. I don't know if they could squash it again. Then you got people on Capitol Hill, like, trying to back them up, like Jeff Sessions. Like, uh, mm-hmm. once everything illegal, it isn't pharmaceutical. And, uh, <laughs> such a twit. He is such a twit. Yeah. That guy is a creepy yeah, little Keebler elf. Isn't that he? Guy. That's perfect, exactly. <laughs> and he talks like it too. Yeah. He, he, he was also a member of the Ku Klux Klan. I'm pretty sure I heard. And yeah. recently, in the past maybe three years, he was quoted as saying, 
I didn't think the current late leader of the clan was such a bad guy until I heard he smoked pot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the surgeon or that's the attorney general of our country, the head of the Department of Justice. <laughs> yeah. as, long as, as long as they were just out there burning crosses on black people's lawns and blowing up churches with little girl, black little girls in them, fine. But that pot, right? Watch out for that. One of one of just one of Trump's nightmare cabinet appointees. Does I don't I don't know I don't even think Trump's the kind of guy that could put together something as diabolical because I don't think he's that evil geniusy enough. It's like is somebody else is just they're just they there's they people say presidents are elected they're selected not elected, which I believe and uh, probably the rest of the whole damn cabinet is too, you know by who knows who. <laughs> Well, he well, the president chooses his cabinet, right? Yeah, well, I'm sure he has a hand in in it. And uh, I just I don't know. It just seems just so every damn appointee for every main position. It's like, whoa! Could you find a worse person to put in that position? <laughs> it's like, oh god! Yeah, really? No, no. How about the guy that's in charge of the? Nah, I can't remember. Everybody's talking about what he's do part uh, charge. I think of the well. Ah, never mind. Oh, there's too many of them, Linda. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, there really are. They were all under investigation. Whoops. The phone booth put in his office so he could make private phone calls. Um, you cut out for a second, but I'm I'm oh, still following. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's a guy that that had a, a phone booth put in his office uh, oh. so that he could make private phone calls. Yeah, I can't think of the name right now. Yeah, I can't think of his name either. I can't, excuse me, remember the the what he's in charge of. Uh, but it affects our entire help, I think. So that's a good idea. But some. <laughs> fraudulent jackass in there. Anyway, who knows? I heard about some of these people like years ago, and I was like, oh, good, they're they're gone out of previous administrations, and they were talked mm-hmm. about over and over again on all kinds of mainstream even news about being like warmongers and war hawks and all that, and I thought they were gone. All of a sudden, boom, they're back in. They're the heads of the, this and that. <laughs> they're the ones that are saber-rattling with Russia. (laughs) So smart. Like John Bolton, who's like the living Yosemite Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I don't know if you know who he is. He has this big mustache. uh, He's just notorious for trying to saber-rattle us into more war with even superpowers like Russia. Well, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe Trump's idea of um, being friends with Russia is a good idea. I don't know. I no, don't I would know. say that would be a good idea. I mean, yeah, us new heavily armed nuclear superpowers huh. should try to get along rather than to not mm-hmm. get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Because I mean, every every other little country, we we oh man, these little tiny countries have nuclear weapons now. 
And once a few of them start going off, who's to say all the other people aren't going to start mm-hmm. setting theirs off, just go into panic mode, you know, and then bam, yep. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Well, I don't know. I don't quite know what the power structure is out there, but obviously it does have something something to do with who's got the biggest weapons, you know. Yeah, it was that that term mutually assured destruction when <laughs> we just when just us in the USSR back then in the Cold War in the 80s, we were yeah. the big boys in the block. So the idea was like, okay, we both know we could totally annihilate each other and the rest of the world, so let's neither of us do anything stupid. Right. Right. Now we have all these other little pissant countries with the nuclear yeah. weapons too. And now we're starting it again with Russia. <laughs> you know, I I already spoke about this, but like I mean it's just insane. And but Yeah. It is. Oh. And it, oh. even the nuclear weapons, that's just a military industrial complex moneymaker because they we could yeah. take out every all kinds of living biology without destroying any physical like cement or inter- infrastructure with the kind of direct and energy weapons that are tested on us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but yeah. Yeah, the military industrial complex got to keep selling the damn missiles and the planes and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they got they need bigger houses and and better bonuses, you know? The, the, the contractors, I mean. So they yeah. just keep on... Oh yeah, them too. Yeah. Mhm. I get yeah the contractors. Yeah, they're. Jeez, mm-hmm. even even like the local police have. It's like almost technically contractors, but not maybe officially, but within mm-hmm. the local boots on the ground gang stalkers, the get out of free, jail free card gang stalkers. I mm-hmm. guess they're technically contracting for maybe even the local police, but they're not. Probably they don't have any kind of official paperwork mm-hmm. to back it up or anything. They're just handed gift cards or whatever, you know, like whatever. They... <laughs> but some of them are mm-hmm. so scuzzy, you know what I mean? Some of them are so scuzzy, mm-hmm. you're like, these people oh. can't be official. Oh. Like, they... <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I just... <laughs> I was feeling sick to my stomach, so I decided to get something to eat. Um... They're scary. I mean, damn, some of the street level ones they're they're pretty scary too. Because in a, another way, because mm-hmm. I doubt the IQ level of some of them so bad <laughs> that I don't even know if they could comprehend. Like, uh, <laughs> you're yeah. only supposed to go this far, and mm-hmm. you don't. You know, you can't. Even if the police told them, like. You can't mm-hmm. do this or that to this person. You just got to do these things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but I think they're just so. Some of them are just, you know, they're literally like j- jail bait. I yeah. don't know what else, you know. So like, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if they're intelligent enough to control themselves. Like, and they, that that's what's yeah. freaky. Some of them are. You could tell. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I'm, I'm like looking at uh, I feel like I'm looking at um, some kind of, I don't know, cross between Planet of the Apes and Road Warrior movie, or you know, like a. Mhm. I don't. I don't know. Oh or, or, yeah. No, I agree. No, they. This is not a classic crowd. You know. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. And, mm-hmm. And then, um, heaven forbid these people have children. And how do they, what do they tell oh. their children? And what do they, oh. how are the children well, going to end up? Well, I think they absolutely um, do live a, a, a relatively normal life, family and everything. I think they do that, you know? Yeah, oh, and then children are being recruited. Well, I mean, by the sicko parents that the kids don't even know they're so young and they're they're not even willingly participating. They're just directed by their parents doing whatever their parents say. But then teenage high school level people, I think, are are approached in certain ways. Oh, absolutely. And get them to be recruited. Absolutely. Then these you damn know. kids with all their gadgets, they're so good with, like, cell phones and everything, and a <laughs> damn five-year-old can program a computer. But now the <laughs> problem is they got they got a ways to mind-control people with a cell phone. They have apps huh. that are cell phone apps that can yeah. physically alter other people's brain waves. Huh. That are... Even, even that... that huh. That guy who's real controversial, uh, he was an ex, he was the ex-head of the NSA, actually. Really? He was accused, huh? acu- his name is Michael Aquino. He was accused of mm-hmm. two separate incidents of massive pedophilia rings. Oh, wow. And he he's a damn, like, vamp, thinks he's a vampire. He's a Satanist. Oh. He has, like, a widow's peak and pancake makeup and cuts oh. his eyebrows like Count Chocula. And he was yeah. the head of NSA and stuff. And he was like a Green Beret in the Army and blah, blah, blah. And I heard an interview oh, wow. with him, and he's talking about these Apple mm. cell phone apps where it was like, yeah, you want to do better on a test in high school. Uh, you know, you you just oh, wow. sit behind people and point this stuff at people's heads, and it makes them not be able oh. to think. Then with the bell curve grading, mm-hmm. then... All these other people that don't know you're messing with their brains are going to do worse on the test. So if you do bad on the mm-hmm. test, it's going to make you look like you did better uh. because they're scrambling their brains while they're trying to take a test. Wow! And he's this guy. I mean, he I, I, he knows what he's in the, the technological sense with the weaponized stuff. He probably knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. You sure gather a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's that's why I love Inca Rhodes because he he's like me. He finds all kinds of great stuff. Half the stuff he finds I've already seen. But uh, wow, I'm always I'm always like you're the man with the links, Inca. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Inca does put. Well, he's very. Very meticulous about that. You know what? Yeah, yeah. My melatonin is kicking in and my eyes are closing. So I need to go. Yeah, I should probably go to bed pretty soon, too. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Later than I thought. Thank you. Thank you for the chat, my friend. Okay? All right. Hey, have a good night, Linda. You too, my friend. Good night, room. Everybody have a good night. (laughs) Have a good night, guys. Hey, it was a good conversation.
What happened? I stepped away from the call and it ended? <laughs> I don't think it really ended. I mean, yeah, I was left. just joking. I know, I know. And oh, it got really probably, quiet. Yeah, it got quiet for a minute. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hi, Kevin. Hey. So what's happening with you? Not much. Oh. Yeah, pretty pretty much same shit, different day here too. (laughs) I just keep hoping for something good and surviving from one day to the next, just like the rest of us guys here, I think. Yeah, pretty much. On the physical level, yeah. Yeah. Linda's right. The supplements are such a pain in the ass. Like, you get all this shit out, and then... Uh, and then you got to put it all away. But I guess oh. it's worth it in the long run. Well, you don't take them all at one time, right? No, but I, but I, like I do, like you know, you got them little pill container things, so I do like a few days worth in them. Uh-huh. So I don't have to. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be that day. Oh, I don't think I'd. I don't really think I would end up managing to do them. If I had to get everything out and get it and do it every day like that, it's, I don't know. The, taking the med, um, taking the supplements doesn't bother me that much, um, and I do take quite a few. But I, I think about it. I think, what do I need today? You know, plan out. So I'm not taking all of them every day. Take a few of these, few of those. You know, it depends on what I need. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Like for me today, I was in a lot of pain, but it was because I, I did too many things yesterday. But that was my own, kind of my own fault because the, you know, I was trying to fix something outside and I was on a ladder. Yeah. And then, and today I feel really sore, you know, from that. Liz, I don't work every. I don't work on anything every day. Yeah. And I was using muscles that I usually don't use. And today I really paid for it. So it wasn't exactly the targeting that did it, you know. But yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, you there's... know, you want to get stuff done, you know, every once in a while, you want to. Oh, yeah. Kind of like me in the cages, and mm-hmm. I wanted to get them done. I managed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. But. Yeah, I don't hear your birds today. Oh, I just I just finished putting them in and shut their lights off, and they're quiet then. They get quiet. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, when their lights go out, they get quiet. Yeah. 
at least usually they get quiet. I mean, you know, once in a while they see something outside or something or, you know, but they're normally pretty quiet once the lights are off. Mm-hmm. You have, what, 16 birds? Um, 15. 15. Yeah, used to be 16, but then one of them died, so, but that was a while back. Oh, she was always, um, well, it was, um, Allie was Thor's maid. And she was always kind of, well, she was blind for one thing, and I don't know how old she was, but she was always really thin, and mm-hmm. and she always plucked her feathers, and, well, we had her for a few years, you know, like, oh, let's see, 11 years. Because some <clears throat> this rescue that we were friends with the woman that ran it, mm-hmm. she's dead now, but we were friends with her, and she calls us up, and she says, you know, you deal with greys all the time, you know, there's no way we can adopt these birds out, can you come get uh-huh. them? So we went down and we got them, and she didn't even tell us that they were blind or anything, that she was blind or anything, though, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. She just said, oh, all I do is the one sits in the cage and growls the whole time and the other one feeds her. And it's like, then so we brought them home and it's we put them in their cage and it's like, yeah. Cause, and we took them to the vet first. Vet didn't tell us either because he couldn't see anything, you know. Mm-hmm. As far as visually, you couldn't see that she was blind. But we figured out that she was blind so, you know, everything's cool as long as you don't move the stuff around in their cage. She Thor showed her where the food dishes were and got her to, you know, and she got accustomed to it. And and she got pissed off at him, actually, a lot of times when he'd go to try to feed her. And she's like, I can pick my own food. Thank you, you know. Uh-huh. But. Yeah. They usually live a long time. Oh, yeah, I know, like 90, 50 to 90 years, some of them oh, longer than that. 40, 50, yeah. Huh. Well, they have on record, you know, like Amazon at 126, a pair of macaws that was 93 and 96 that actually had babies. Wow. And they had a gray in its 90s, too, on record. Wow. So... Yeah, they live for quite a long time, usually. Huh. Well, like I said, we had no idea how Thorn Alley were or any background on them, and she was, you know, she didn't fly, but she would come out of the cage and, like, hang out on top of that mm-hmm. and do all the normal bird stuff other than flying around. I'm glad she didn't fly. I mean, every once in a while she'd come off the cage and something spooked her or something, but she'd land on the carpet, so that was cool. Soft landing anyway, you know? Yeah. But even they get... I mean, they get affected by the targeting and stuff, too, and a lot of it is, you know, um, well, they get the health issues, and actually living at the lake was worse for them than what out here is, you know? 
What is that? Um, yeah. When we lived up on the lake, it was the neighbors were like right on top of you, and everything was oh. much closer. And out here in the woods, it's been a lot better for them. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think? Uh, I'm curious about this because you know how birds migrate by the North and South Pole, and the, they say some of them migrate by electromagnetism. Yeah. And um. Of course, they could go by weather, you know, it's warm, it's cold, but um, do you think the frequencies are interfering or is, like, do you notice anything like that in your understanding? Oh, I think it's interfering, especially with the birds that migrate. Mm-hmm. The, the thing you don't hear about is, okay, a while back they had a whole bunch of birds, like, just dropping dead in Texas. I saw a YouTube thingy on that. And then, like, a month later, they had the same kind of thing happening up in Idaho. Uh-huh. You know, and so it's like these, this die-off thing where they just drop out of the sky dead. And they kind of kind of try to keep that quiet. Oh. You know, it's not going to hit national news because they don't want people talking about it. Uh-huh. You know. And, and you want to blame it on bird flu or something, but that's not how it works. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I would say it definitely affects them. Uh-huh. But, like what I said... What do you think that is when they all just drop out? Is that a pulse, like some kind of a EMP or some kind of chemistry, maybe a cloud of toxic gas or something? Well, it could be any of those things, and, you know, it's happening in various places, along with other die-offs of other Mm. animals, you know, that they don't really talk about, or they say, oh, well, this is just a natural thing, you know, and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, okay, this is bullshit, you know. I only saw one bee this year, one bumblebee that I think was trying to get water out of a water bowl outside. Mm. But I have a hummingbird feeder with, you know, sweet stuff in it, and there was no bees there this week. Wow. Uh, two weeks now. Um, I just started doing that again, and the ants are coming, but just the big one. And yeah. no bees at all. You know how they usually like to float around that? Yeah, usually you have a bunch of them. I've seen a few. Not uh-huh. as many as other years, I don't think. No, but I have not seen this year, a few. At all. And as far as the big fuzzy ones, I've only seen one of those. And usually, since their yard is clover, usually you see a bunch of them out there on the clover one that gets the flowers on it. Yeah, we had. Yeah, huh? We don't have much clover around here. Yeah, yeah. I do. It's not that I want to keep all the bug species around. I mean, it's good that we don't have a lot of mosquitoes lately. Yeah, but let's face it, most of the mosquitoes that we've had have been, um, you know, bioengineered kind of shit, and they've released them. Mm. You know, it's not the natural mosquitoes that you get, that you remember having when you were a kid, you know? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, are they substituting, you think? And adding extras. Mm. 
And that, I mean, hey, that kills two birds with one stone. You know, gross, gross thing, but, you know, that's the only old thing that I could think of. But, um, you know, okay, they got, they first they released mosquitoes. I mean, actually, they're accomplishing a lot of their agenda that way. They're spreading disease. And they're also getting to spray chemicals to kill the mosquitoes that they put there in the first place. Mm. And yeah. since the chemicals don't just kill the mosquitoes, they cause other yeah. issues yeah. with other life forms. I mean, they're doing all kinds of stuff that's... Yeah, I know. It's it's a cascading effect when, uh, you know, if you go after one species, you're going after everyone that relies on them for food or um, all the way up to the predators and yeah, and I do think it's a new world order thing. I just can't understand. I mean, they've been doing it for generations, and they're so, I mean, they're a bunch of inbreds, and they're still managing to do this to us, and there's so many more of us, and we're, like, like just letting them. And it's like, what, a, you know, there's something wrong with this picture somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? And one thing Definitely. for sure, I, I guess I'll say for the inbreds, they're, they're definitely persistent. Yeah. But. I just I just feel that it's going to come back on them. Oh, I think it's going to come back on them, too. I just don't know how soon. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, every, you know, I don't know if you call it karma or what, or just the balance of things. Mm-hmm. You know, universal law, there's got to be a balance kind of thing, which mm-hmm. says it's got to come back on them. Yeah. Sooner or later, and, well, it's been going on for a really long time, and they've been doing some really nasty shit. So when it comes back on them, it's going to be bad for them. It's going to be big, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might not like the middle of it either when shit hits the fan, you know. Uh-huh. It may be really, really tough on us, too, but, I mean, I have get this feeling that we're going to be all kicked back to the Stone Age, but... You know. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I go back and forth about that. Yeah. I try to live simply and not rely on too many electronics. Yeah. Um, you know, and in fact, I just bought a few little solar lights in the backyard. You know, but yeah, I got some um, of them. The older ones used to last longer, is what I'm finding. I got some new ones, and yeah. Yeah, the ones I got new are like they they charge up and they look real good for about one hour, and then they lose their charge. It's like dark again. Yeah, and when I remember the older ones, like from let's see, you know, like no, oh, I don't know, twenty years ago, mm-hmm. eighteen years ago, they would charge and they would last for like six to eight hours. Uh huh. And. Then every time I bought new ones and added to or whatever, of course, they, they don't always last either. Sometimes ants get up in them and mess them up. But um, the new ones are like, yeah, first they were like they'd, they'd last for four hours. Then then they go be down to like two and three hours, and now they're down to, yeah, they only last about an hour. I thought, that, yeah, I thought they were improving on that technology. 
Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be two, but obviously <laughs> not. They they want you to buy more of them more often. Right. They want you to go out and buy more, more and more and more. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what a waste, you know? Mm-hmm. But then again, it's kind of all part of their agenda. And it's in such little bits and small pieces that I don't think that a lot of people that are just busy trying to, you know, go to work, pay their bills, you know, play on social media and whatever, you know, walk around and walk into a tree with their cell phone. Um, I've watched that. That's pretty funny. (laughs) I mean, sick sense of humor, but I really think it's funny when, you know, these people do this stupid shit. Mm -hmm. That could be why I don't want... Yeah, it could be why I don't do that with my, I don't even, I mean, I got one of the old track phones, mm-hmm. and I only use it in emergency anyway, and it's only for calling out. It doesn't do, you know, you can't go online with it, you can't do anything with it like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, I don't need that, I don't want it, so why would I bother getting one, and I really hope the old one lasts. Because it's one of them you can actually shut off mm-hmm. and then don't drain the battery when you, you know, whereas like mom got one, even yeah. well, she got one of the flip phones. And shit, she don't even use it and it keeps, it turns itself on, it drains the battery, you know, and it's like, ah. Well, it's not the phone, it's whoever's running her, her program. Right. And it's like I had a couple of flip phones. Uh, I would have kept going with them, but they, uh, I don't know, one of them, the chargers stopped working, and another one, uh, the plastic started to crack because I was cleaning it. Yeah. Trying to get the stuff off of it. And I used a uh, nail polish remover oh. to get some stuff off of it, and it started cracking. Yeah. So then so I, had, I was holding it together with tape for a while because I didn't want to upgrade. You know, I didn't want to get anything fancy. I just want to stick with the flip phone. That's good enough for me. But uh, when I got to the store, turns out, you know, I ended up with a cheap, low-end smartphone, like a really low-end one. So, yeah. Um, just to, you know, just to do the basics, that's all. Yeah, I hope we're not to have to replace mine. <laughs> what? I said I hope I'm hoping not to have to replace mine for a while, quite a while. But who knows? Uh huh. Well, I resisted, but now I'm happy I did it because I don't have my computers hooked up. Uh, this is my, you know, just the the only thing. And then you know, I I have uh. Very few other technologies here that I'm using. Yeah. And I turn things off at night. Yeah. Well, TV is pretty much always on, but not that I'm watching it. But it's usually. You can turn off, yeah. Yeah, that's usually on because the, well, the guys... It's not a smart TV, right? Well, unfortunately, um, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be smart. I don't know. It seems uh, pretty stupid to me. You can't even set it. 
I mean, the old one that I had, but then it got damaged when it had to sit in the basement. Uh-huh. Uh, when we had our chimney fire. Um, so I had the insurance, uh, I had to get another one, because guy's, guy's room couldn't be without a TV, you know. But, and then they damaged the one that was in the computer room, too, because they just stick it right under the water drip. You know how your pipes in that drip in the summertime if you, you know. And I stuck it right under there. You could see the marks on the floor, and it's like, well, I moved it out of the way, but apparently I didn't move it out of the way in time. Mm. But, um, yeah, but it don't even, I mean, the old ones had a timer where you could set it to come on at a certain time. Yeah. And these, the only thing they have is this, this sleep timer, and it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's supposed to be smart and have that, oh, what is that thing? Some kind of something, toco or some shit on it. But I haven't messed with it other than to turn it off and on and, you know. Because it's like, uh, I don't need something else to mess with. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that feature anyway, but that's what it came with, so... And yeah, I stuck with a smart fridge, which is, I don't like that either, but um, and well, they do mess with your appliances. About, you might still want to think about turning off that smart TV at night. Oh, I do turn them off at night. Yeah, okay. You know, when I go to bed, but yeah. I meant like most of the time when, you know, because the guys like to watch TV, and I don't know. And Mom likes to watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little too much. I mean, she knows a little bit what's going on, but she's like, not really, you know. Hmm. She seems like she gets it, but then she doesn't. It's just like with the chemtrails and all that shit. I pointed them out to her, and she notices them, but, and she says, yeah, I don't remember them doing that when I was a kid. I remember this stuff dissipating right away, and it's like, yeah, well, one day, actually, a normal commercial thing, a normal plane went over, and and they had the chemtrails up there, too, and it's like, see, there's a difference, and she says, yeah, that's what I remember from when I was a kid, (laughs) you know? Yeah, contrails and chemtrails are totally different. Right. So she kind of gets that. She gets the targeting a little bit, but not totally, but it's probably fortunate for her anyway. Mm -hmm. How old is she? 77. I mean, she's got RA. She's been in the system forever. Then I keep telling her, you know, if you do things a little healthier, maybe it would get better and you wouldn't have to, you know, do so much of this shit that's going to kill you, you know. But she don't listen to that. She goes, oh, the doctors know everything. And it's like, yeah, sure. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. And then she wonders why when I have appointments a lot of times because I had this cancer thing going on. and And then she wonders why... You know, okay, supposedly got rid of it. I don't know if it's, I, I'm guessing that it's gone, but I, you know, did the chemo and the radiation shit and 
because I was not going to let them cut on me because they had their chance back when I was 25, and they told me, oh, no, you might change your mind, and it's like, no, I won't, and they told me I wouldn't have a problem with it, (laughs) you know, and then when I can't afford to have two months that I can't lift a jug of milk and all this kind of shit, they say, oh, well, you should, we should do surgery, and it's like, no, you're going to have to find another option, you know, but I didn't know about the targeting at the point either, or else I would have said, fuck it, I'm just going to go totally natural and see what how it turns out, you know, but I didn't know about that at that point. So I went with the system to a little bit of the point, but I'm, you know, it's just like, okay, every time I went over to Marshfield, my blood pressure shot up to like 176, 178 over 70, right? And in town here, it usually went up to like 136 or whatever, but... um. At home, it runs like 114, you know? And one <clears throat> nurse over there, oh, you got to go see. And it's like, no, I don't, because every time I come over here, I don't know what it is in this building, but it's something here in this town, in this building. Something does it to me because it's not that high over there when I go to the cancer center over there. You call them and you ask them, you know? And it's like, you know, such bullshit. Oh, yeah, they want me to go on, and I, that barn, the the guy that I had when um, I had my heart attack back in 08, put me on Curvetolol, and I'm not having a problem with that, and that's for the blood pressure. And it's like, well, I pretty much trust him. Not totally, but pretty much, you know what I mean? Well, interesting because maybe hospitals or clinics are doing that so they can sell more medicine. Right. Yeah, I mean, and 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 learning about the you know the microwaves, the frequencies, and this and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's linked up with high blood pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what 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 stuff do they push on TV all the time? Either diabetic medication, psych meds, or high blood pressure meds, or, or heart medicine. You know? Yeah, all kinds, really. Yeah, I mean, there's big bucks being made and lots of vacations to be had over them. You know? <clears throat> I mean. Well, hey, listen, um, I've been on for a couple of hours and I'm laying in bed getting sleepy, so I I don't want to cut you off, but um, maybe some other people could talk with you So I'm getting sleepy and starting. Oh, okay. No problem. Hey, you have a good night's sleep and don't be sorry. Yeah, you you stay on. I'm sure there's other people on right now. Yeah, I just will see. Yeah. I know the call usually kicks anyway and then Ryan restarts it. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a few other people here still. Yeah, are you on the chat room? Do you see Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, no problem and don't feel I bad. I talk with you, yeah. yeah. I talk with everything and your birds too. Oh, yeah, and you too. Thank you. Okay, good night. Good night and sleep well.
Hello? Hi. Hi. So, what's up on your, your end of the world? Not much. Oh, okay. Not much here either. So when do you think all this shit's going to end? Never. Oh, okay. Well, I was hoping you'd say something different than that. You seem to be, at times, um, not getting anywhere with waking people up. How about you? Uh, I'm about done. I'm just about done with it, you know. I I can't afford to get my hopes up anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's probably not what you wanted to hear. No, no. But then again, that's about normal. I usually don't don't hear what I don't get to hear what I want to hear anyway. So that's kind of normal. But that's okay. Just one of those things. Not what you wanted to hear either, I think. You know? I know that. Yeah. You're Kevin, right? Yeah. Okay. Did you end up getting having any luck with writing them letters or doing any of that stuff that you were... Or not really? Not really. Okay. Yeah, I usually get one of the stupid form levers that say, Oh, thank you for your opinion. And it's like, yeah, okay, you didn't even read what anything. Right? Yep. Yeah. You don't live too far from Luda, do you? I I live in Buffalo, New York. Okay. Yes, I don't think she's too far from you. Huh. You should try to hook up with her because she's, she's kind of a wealth of information, you know, and she does a lot of research and stuff. Every once in a while she comes on the calls and gives gives some new information, update on different things, different things to try, you know.
Have you... I don't know. Are you doing the TI Day thing, or... Heard anything about that up there, or... Yeah, I'll try to. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, cool. I'm done with vitamins. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's awful quiet here now. Okay, you you said wait a while back that you were gonna check out the truck driving angle. How'd that work out? Oh, um, I haven't done that yet. Oh, okay. Um, I might take the um, police test. Oh, okay. That's what that's what you decided to look into. Okay. Okay. I take it you're gonna be one of the good ones. Yeah. Instead of one of the dickhead ones. Yeah. Cool. You got to take any special courses or just a test for it? Uh, There's a test and then there's the academy. Oh, okay. But you get paid as soon as you pass the physical and written tests. Oh, okay. So while you're at the academy, you still get paid. Yep. Oh, that's cool. That's real cool. That makes it a lot better. And you don't have to go through, you know... How long does the academy take? I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure. I'll look into it. Okay. Well, at least you're getting paid, so that's, like, that's cool. Yeah.
who's still here. I know the call's getting ready to kick pretty soon. It usually does about this time. Hey, have you heard that Alex guy from South Carolina on here lately? I don't think so. Okay. I haven't heard him for a while either. You okay? I don't know. That's what that's why I asked because it's like, okay, it's been a while. I think. Because there for a while he was calling in all the time and then it was like every few calls, you know, like every few nights, but it's been a while. Oh, well. We'll see what happens. I know he said he didn't call in when he had to work and shit, so who knows. Otherwise, he was really, really talkative. Oh, okay, you're not in chat. Guess 28 said, oh, you are in chat, right? You know that already. You saw that. Never mind.
Hello?